out there. This is my 1,263rd broadcast. My coordinates are 40.7128 degrees north, 74 degrees west. If there's anyone listening, please come find me. I repeat, 40.7128 degrees north, 74 degrees west. If there's anyone listening... You see Dot inside this sealed door, tie a belt to the furnace, and hold it open. You see the coal inside. Um, Dot, you crawl over to the other end of the firebox as you see the coals underneath begin to very quickly turn to an orangish-red color. And all at once, you see inside the furnace, the coals erupt in flame. Dot, I need you to roll Endure Injury for me. Okay. Dot, get out of there. I believe I so, have a normal plus one plus a plus two with the armor that we have? Yes, so the harm here will be three harm and then minus two because of the injury. So it will be one harm. Come on, man. Ooh, that's a 10. That's a 10. Okay. Very nice. So, Dot... There is a little space at the back of the firebox, like this small crawl space that is just beneath the pipes that you are investigating. And you feel underneath you, as you were like on your hands and knees, you feel the coals start to get incredibly hot. And you push yourself out of the way into this small little crawl space. And the entire firebox erupts into flames. What are you doing now? So we did we establish that there is nothing wrong with the pipes? Yes. So looking at them from here, you can see there doesn't appear to be anything wrong with the pipes. In fact, you see as these coals very quickly begin the process of like heating up and starting a fire, there is already some steam uh, and smoke rising from that that is beginning to filter down into the pipes. Amazing. Okay, so... I did roll quick thinker and I failed, but I still get to choose an option, one option. And I would like to use that now if possible. You possess some equipment you can use to get out of a sticky situa- situation. Ask the GM. Ah, my handy fire extinguisher. <laughs> my fire extinguisher that I have. <laughs> She's got a, like a lot of belts and GTA bags. weapon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dot, dot. You possess equipment to get out. Then, okay, we'll, we'll say the armor, but I'll, I'll let you get out. Yes. Hell yeah. Dot, you... I, I leap through the air. <laughs> you manage to cover yourself in a way that 
doesn't expose your skin to the fire and just very quickly because you propped the door open with your belt leap out through the flames so the firebox like there's water on the other side right that's where the like it's boiling water yeah the heat from the firebox is like pushed through the pipes into water that boils okay yeah you jump out through the fire and you see Atticus and Annie on the other side of the door so the door's still locked yeah yeah the door's still locked would I have something to like pick a lock I could try from the other side like I probably have needles or something I could use sure yeah Annie, go ahead and roll Act Under Pressure for me if you're trying to pick this lock. Act Under Pressure. Where's my coolness, Dad? I'm trying to imagine how you would pick a lock with a needle. Or like, you know, I have a scalpel. I don't I don't know. Annie definitely, like, Ooh. at least has, like, hairpins or something. Yeah. Eight. Which... I rolled an eight. Eight. Okay, so eight says you do it, but you hesitate or delayed or must deal with a complication. What tool are you using to get this in? <sighs> Oh, no. <laughs> I guess a scalpel would work better than a needle. Okay. A scalpel. Yeah, and like a hairpin. Okay. You put that in the lock mechanism, and you very forcefully, you know, try try to try to break this open, and you end up snapping the scalpel, and the lock does, does unlock, um, and you break off part of the mechanism, and the door, the door does open slightly. Damn it. Dot, are you okay? What just happened? Well, first things first is that the train is, it works miraculously, but it does turn on and off by itself. So I don't know if there's something to do with those that devour, but might be a bit of a negotiation to get this to go where we want it to. Like, can I investigate this room to see if there's anything that shows why it might have turned on by itself? Where where are you where are you guys standing? Are you like talking inside the room or are you t- talking outside the room? Um, I think I would have pulled Dot out from okay. the doorway. Yeah, you you step off back towards the first passenger car, and you start to hear a sound like a whistling sound, and then you start to very slowly feel something beneath you, as the wheels start to. <gasps> Very gently push forward on the Oh, track. no. Find the brake. Where's the brake? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to be a way to stop it. Can I investigate the... I investigated the controls before. Would I know what the brake is? I want to head... I want to start headed to the outside, yeah, like the platform, one. because we can't leave without Ted and Teal. Okay. Yeah, Annie, you jump off, and Dot, you, you run into the engine room, and you see the big lever, the big yes. brake lever. And you're pulling it? Yes, I am. Okay. Can Atticus be keeping the door open, please? Yeah, no, I'm keeping it open. Um, yeah, you go to no, pull this this brake lever on the train, and you put your hands on it, and you feel that it is scorching hot. Pull out your to... baker's oven mitt. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> I'm an inventor, so I would assume I have, like, rags for, like, oil, like when you oil gears. And so can I, like, wrap my hand in that? Yeah. Yeah. You wrap your hand in that, and you you pull this brake. You, 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 like, clamp the two parts of the lever together, and you pull this brake all the way down, and you pull it down and feel it just snap off. <gasps> oh, That's my good. God. Dad! 
and you feel the, the train start to accelerate beneath you. Annie, you are running outside to Ted. Mm-hmm. Ted, you and you and Teal have been sitting in the cart just uh, watching. Uh, have you been doing anything else or just like looking out? I think uh, Teal and I are playing like, um, what is it, like paper football? Okay, yeah, you are flicking, <laughs> flicking footballs <laughs> yeah. into each other's hands. And then you see Annie come running off the platform. Ted, Teal, we need to move. We need to move now. The train is is going. It's moving. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> what about the horses? Yeah, I don't know. So what's the plan? Oh. Bring him. Bring it with us. I don't know. Hop on a horse. <gasps> okay. You telling Teal to do the same? Yeah. Okay. And Annie, are you doing the same or are you just running back? You have three horses. Do we have three? Yeah. I'm on it. Let's go. Then, yeah, you, you each un, unhitch them from the wagon. Uh, just as a reminder, you have weeks of rations and things in the in the wagon. Fuck. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> materials. Yeah, no, I have a plan just when you guys Do get you? Okay. earshot. Okay. All right. Uh, so we- are, you, are you unhitching the horses and doing that? Well, I suppose I would not know that he has a plan. So <laughs> okay. I'm going to at least grab... Uh, what I can like I mean. a bag okay, yeah. or something yeah. yeah you each you each grab like a bag of these rations um to you know st- stand you a couple days and you yeah. get on a horse each and you start to ride to meet where the train is headed as you see it accelerating all of the different passenger cars filtering out of the large opening of this train station like I think I'm on a door of this train there's some some way that I can yell okay. out just kind of like searching for them, seeing if they're going to come back. Okay. <laughs> Trying to like yell to them. Can um, I yeah. try to shove like a wrench into the place where the lever would be to try to leverage like the part of the lever that's still inside? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and pull it and like force it down. Yeah. Something you pull, that might be a little more substantial. You pull a wrench out of your bag and you like get it into place um, where it has enough leverage on this lever. And you start to pull it down, and uh, I need you to avoid harm for me. Don't do this to me. Oh, my God. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, I have plus two. So that's a six. Okay, six. Mm -hmm. So that is a total fail. So that's the highest you can roll for a total. That's a highest total fail, yeah. Um, You are too slow to react. As you are wrenching down on this lever, uh, you pull it, and there's a bunch of these like large screws and bolts that are tightening this mechanism. And as you wrench it down, you feel somehow the pressure on those bolts that's like keeping them in place all of a sudden rockets up, and they go flying out of the mechanism towards you. Um, Jesus Christ! So okay. this is this is just one harm. Uh, which will be reduced by your armor anyway. So just roll an uh, roll an endure injury roll with with just your plus fortitude. Okay. That was a nine. Nine. Okay. So you are. I think the injury throws you off balance here. Okay. So you are wrenching down on this thing and pulling back with all your weight, and then you feel these metal. You know these metal bits fly out of this mechanism and at you, and you try to swat them away, and you fall off balance and onto the floor of the engine room. Atticus, you are within earshot of them now as you see them riding towards this passenger car. Okay, I'm gonna kind of 
yell out. I imagine I see Ted first. Don't leave the carriage. We'll figure out a way to stop it. Just follow the tracks. Yeah, let we need to we need to turn around and get the horses hitched and follow the track, I guess. I don't want to split up. Yeah, we're going to be so far apart if you guys don't like miraculously stop the I train. Know. I I think a horse team needs to loop back around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then yeah, yeah, Ted, you Oh, this is so scary. You call out to Teal and Annie. Uh you call out the signal to turn turn back around and and go back to the carriage. Annie, are are you driving? Once we get the horses hitched up again, I think yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and drive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You you hitch back up the reins and you hop in the driver's seat, and Ted and Teal hop in the back. Atticus, what, what else are you doing in this? Uh, Atticus has just had a fascination with these little tadpoles, so I think he's looking for the central nervous system of this thing. Okay, looking Where? for maybe like a control. I'm thinking it would probably be in the control panel if it's like. It hitches onto the brain of something, right? That's that's my first instinct. Okay, so you're going into the engine room with Dot? Yes. Okay, then I think you walk in there as she she is like fallen to the ground from these contraptions. And Dot, you get the feeling, just to say, that this brake me- mechanism is not going to work. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing as Alex, where I want to like unscrew, like if... I'm imagining that, like, the controls are on, like, a panel, but all the, like, machinery is, like, in a bigger panel underneath. And by machinery, you mean, like, the tubes and valves and such? Yes. Okay. But also the way the, like, controls connect to the train. Okay. And when we say controls, let's be clear that, like, this is a steam train. So there are valves that adjust pressure. And there is an emergency brake, which does not work. Which does not work in an emergency. And there are tubes that are that are bringing heat to the water to use steam to power the pistons and stuff. So it's not like there are like buttons. There's not a like wheel that's gonna turn the train. Obviously, it goes forward. Can I look around for a shovel? shovel yeah, yeah. In the up. in the coal pile, there is a shovel. Okay, here's my here's my backup plan B. What if we just take the coals out of the furnace? <laughs> Then the train's got to stop, right? doesn't have any more steam to keep things going. That's true. Um, okay, well, while she's looking into the controls, I think I'm going to try and just get some of those coals out. I know they're going to be hot, so I'm going to try not to touch them. <laughs> yeah, okay. So so you you start shoveling out uh, these coals out of the furnace. Where are, you, where are you putting these like hot coals? Yeah, it's not very big in here, is it? Right, yeah. It's a, it's a really cramped space. Even for two of you, it's like... Basically, just the two of you standing in here. You know, that's a good question. I don't. I mean, there's nowhere to put it, is there? Yeah, not really. Throw it out the window. Yeah, I mean, the 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 door is open, and you could feasibly. Is there spare coal? We Uh, did establish there was. Then I'll I'll try and toss it out like the door. Okay. All right. Start a little forest fire. Yeah. So. (laughs) No one's living here anyway. It it takes a it takes you know. A little bit for each shovel because you're you know you're moving it to the door, throwing it out. But yeah, you do start to scoop that out. Uh, Dot, what are you doing while he does that? I'm looking into the like any anything that looks screwed shut where some sort of controls would be behind something. You do see, you know, like the 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 dashboard on a car right the the little like meters that are gauging pressure the gauges 
you see a panel where those are and you can unscrew them to get to the tubes and things underneath. And so you begin to screw that panel off. Uh, Atticus, you are shoveling this coal out and you imagine that after you've shoveled a decent bit of the pile out that the fire would die down a bit, that the heat would get lesser. And in fact, that does not happen. Now, it's unclear what it will do when there is no coal left to burn, but you feel like the coal that is still left in there burns harder to make up for the lost coal. So it's kind of moving autonomous. Okay. I keep going. Okay. Dot, you unscrew this panel uh, near the gauges, and you notice that one of the gauges is is malfunctioning quite a bit, and that gauge is the uh, temperature gauge. It is the temperature of the engine room, and it is, it's like rapidly shaking towards the right end, towards the high end of the gauge. So I only, I only noticed that it's, that the gauge itself isn't working. Do I Or not that it's not the... working. I don't know that it's broken. I did say malfunctioning. I meant like it is, it looks different from the other ones in that it looks strange. It looks out of place, okay? But as you start to take active note and like let the adrenaline die down a bit and take an active note of the room, you do notice that it is very hot, abnormally hot. Maybe it's part of the fact that the furnace door is open and hot coals are being moved past you every 10 seconds, but it is it is getting to a point where like you guys are boiling in this room. And so you notice that on the temperature cage. Okay, so it's just getting hotter and hotter? Yes. What do you mean by it looks abnormal? It like it's it's going off of the like meter. But like, in, is it that hot in this room? Is yeah, it just measuring as, yes. how hot it actually is? Correct. So it's doing what it's doing normally. Okay, let me back up. There is a reason for these gauges, right? Okay. Yes. There is a reason in an engine room why you would have gauges that are monitoring things. If something is being monitored and it is going past the highest point of where it should be monitored, it's likely not a good sign. Are the coals running lower? And the I'm coals still are, not making any progress, really. The coals are running lower. And Atticus, as you shovel out this one little shipment of coals, as you throw it out the door, you notice something. You notice your shovel is... It's not doing well. It's... And oh, God. Your shovel, your metal shovel, it's slowly beginning to become malformed. And the metal is, like, slowly melting. Okay, I throw down the shovel. I'm going to go look for another emergency brake in one of the cars. Okay, and just to say, Atticus, industrial shovels that are meant to shovel coal don't melt. Not so, at that temperature. No, not at, not, any... not at any any normal temperature. Atticus, you, you head back into like one of the passenger cars to look for a brake? Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing there's got to be a fail-safe somewhere. Okay, all right, yeah, you, you start to go back in, in some of the passenger cars and head towards the back of the train annie and ted and teal doing anything else i i'm gonna keep driving unless anybody has okay. any objections to that okay um you see as you are riding behind the train these hot coals that are being thrown off of the side of the tracks and into the grass and you see them as they hit you the grass. You guys are going to set Colorado on fire. You see as they hit the grass, they don't, like, die out. 
In fact, it seems that they begin to burn a little more. And as they hit the grass, they begin to erupt into just small bits of flame in the grass. Shit. I'll try and speed up a little. <laughs> okay. And just All yell, right. Atticus is trying to kill us. Okay. Um, Atticus, you're going back through these passenger cars. Um, and you notice these, once again, these walls that have been like ripped off of parts mm, of this train. Yeah. And you notice as you look at them now, initially you had assumed they were like, you know, either some sort of impact or something scary big ripped them off. As you're looking at them now, as you're looking at the edges, they don't seem particularly sharp. Um, the edges appear to have been melted. <laughs> oh, interesting. But you continue okay, on. I'm oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Got, Doc, go ahead. I want to shut off all air supply to the um, firebox. Because okay. without air, fires can't burn. I believe the chimney has a... Like a seal. Okay, is that how you shut off a fire? You, like, seal the furnace and then... There probably isn't yeah. safe yeah, to do that. Yeah, okay. It just makes sense in my brain that using, like, in a steam locomotive, you also have to control speed. And mm -hmm. so, like, the more air it gets, the faster it burns, the more it burns, the faster it generates okay. energy, the faster the wheels turn. And so, so there's a valve for... Uh, so I assume there's a way to yes yes, yes okay yes. so all right that makes sense to me you untie the belt and you close the door to the furnace and then you look for the valve that adjusts the amount of air that you're letting letting into the firebox and you uh, adjust it to to zero and adjusting it to zero you you shut the cap to the chimney basically and shut off all airflow and you see the fire inside with the coals, die down. The fire leaves. And the train does not slow. Um, Atticus, you walk back further in the passenger cars. And you see something up ahead. In on This is further back than you all had entered the train. You see something up ahead that is uh, dripping from the ceiling of one of the cars. As you approach, you see that it is coming from the metal on the top of one of these cars in the middle, in the aisle between these these rows of seats, this is like a a molten form of metal that is like dripping and then cooling as it hits the ground. And you look up and you see that the ceiling, concentrated in this one spot, has turned like a bright orange. In how big of a spot? Um, not to, like the size of your fist, maybe. Should I shoot it? <laughs> I'm thinking maybe there's a leech behind there. I just don't know. I don't know how these things work. This is just like a passenger car. There would be no reason for there to be any sort of like heating element that would Correct. get that yeah. hot. No, least. especially in a ceiling, there's not going to be any sort of pipes that run any sort of heat through them. So this thing is generating the heat. Yeah. That's my... Okay, I know. I mean, I know you said it's a really risky little so... thing, but... That's where my brain goes. I think that that only makes sense. This thing is getting... The train is getting hotter. Oh, look at this weird little fist-sized thing. That's got to be it. Okay. Does Atticus come to that conclusion? And, yes, and, I believe okay. so. Okay. So he, he points his gun at it. And I just want to say, as you as you take a second look at it, 
I think you decide for yourself that this is likely some sort of hub of of whatever this is. This is a risky roll, just shooting it here, like defense is okay. down, okay? If you succeed, it will still be risky. There will be a second roll involved, and I will, I will explain why when we make that roll. And if you fail in the initial shot, that will be very bad, potentially lethal bad. Okay, I saw my daredevil edges, right? Uh, yes. That could do something for me. Okay. <laughs> um, ba -ba 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 -ba. I'm looking for anything in my advantages that might might do something. I don't know. I think this is all pretty fast-paced, right? So I think Atticus just needs to take action. Yeah. And this train basically decides the fate of the rest of humanity. So I think he's going to shoot it. Okay. I'm yeah, you, you, you see this, this molten metal dripping onto the floor of the train car, and you point your rifle up. And you take the shot. Go ahead. And I'd rather roll. not be directly under it. Yeah, I imagine course, you weren't but... directly under it, but you are in the car with it. Come on, come on! I shoot. Okay, that is a ten plus four for fourteen. Okay, ten plus four for fourteen. Now I need you to, I need you to roll endure injury for me, Atticus, and I will explain. Injury. Not avoid why. an attack. Uh, not avoid an attack. Okay. Uh, this would be Endure Injury. You have plus two armor, so plus fortitude, plus your two armor. And then this will be minus eight for the harm. So whatever your fortitude is, which is... Bro was not kidding when he said potentially lethal. So I have a minus five to this roll. Okay, so yeah, so plus so one fortitude, plus two armor. I have to roll two armor. sixes to get even a... To get a mixed success. Mixed success. Are you sure my avoid harm advantage can't do anything here? You, it, it, your advantage says, oh, like, avoid harm. It says, get out of the way, avoid an attack. Okay, I'll give you another plus one to the under injury roll. All right, so now I just got to get an 11 or a 12. <laughs> yes, and I will say, I think, let, let's, let's, let's give our stakes up front, yeah? Yeah. I think less than a zero here is, is death. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so I've, I need to roll more than a four, at least. Blake had a bad night's sleep. I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> well, I, t I, t I said, hey, last time we no, were talking hey. about these, bu these bugs. You, I gave, think you gave the warning. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think so. So a zero here is like you're you're fucked up for a while. Okay. Anything above that is like you're you need medical attention. Less than a zero. I will ex I will explain the scene. I don't think Atticus comes out of it. All right, here we go. Oh my god, it was so close. Okay, I rolled a seven. Okay. Minus four. Okay. <laughs> so I don't insta-die at least. No. I'm yeah. going to throw up. Seven minus four. So it literally, guys, it like hung on the one. <laughs> it hung on the one. I was like, oh my god, what have I done? Holy shit. Okay. Atticus, you raise your rifle to this thing and here in this car, you feel how hot the air is around you. And you point your rifle at this, this like, it's close to lava at this point, this small little fist-sized bubble coming out of the ceiling. You take the shot, and the bullet pierces through the ceiling. And then your vision fills with red and orange as 
Ted leaning out of the cart and Annie driving behind the train, you see an explosion in the middle of the train. This is not an explosion of, like, fire or gas. This is similar to a, a smaller-scale volcanic eruption. This is an explosion of metal that is heated to a point of becoming liquid. And you see as this car gets very orange very quickly, and then it all explodes outward initially, and then falls down in this liquid pile of molten metal. As Atticus, this car has melted around you. You jump onto one of the benches in the car that has a cushion on it and roll under it as the train melts around you and you put it on top of you as you feel yourself hit the tracks and the orange dies down around you into the grass as you feel your arms and legs all have major, major burns. As you feel for just a moment, this reaches thousands of degrees. Like Annie's- like bur- I, bad burns, right? But like, like as in melted my skin off to the bone kind of burns? Yeah, as or- in like there are parts of your skin that you can see the bone peaking. Oh my God. God, God just came down and humbled your whole existence. That was I'm, ridiculous. I'm getting to him as, as fast as this I, is, oh my God. Let's talk about the two parts where you can see the bone. On your left forearm, there is a part that is melted down to the bone. And on I really your, regret this decision, guys. And on the on your right calf, there is also a similar part that has like burned through the muscle. As Atticus, you pass out on the tracks from the pain. Ahead of you, the train, the engine room, from now this this is severed in two, this train, as this car in the middle has melted. The engine room slows down and a little bit up the track stops. I need to get there fast. Yeah, I'm I'm once it's close to a stop, I'm jumping out of the engine room. Yeah, we're we're schmoving. We're getting there. Yeah, the, the the carriage approaches as Dot hops out of the engine room and meets up with you all halfway as you see this this liquefied metal simmering down in the grass as you see Atticus underneath piles of this now cooled metal. Okay, um, help me move him. Help me get him somewhere a little more sanitary and I need to start working immediately. Okay, yeah, we'll drag him out. Drag him out of the, I don't know, whatever Annie says, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah, he needs to be moved to the cart and I'm just gonna be like, Teal, get me water. I need you to cut the belt off of his body. Anything that has any metal accessories, leather. I'm just like, boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Do yeah. this, do that. Yeah, Teal comes over as your assistant. She cuts the belt off, which also uh, contains the strap where his sword is is harnessed. I'm going <laughs> to rinse basically his entire body with any clean water we've got and immediately start smearing this stuff that dot gave me for burns on the worst of it wrapping immediately trying to keep any of the the, the, like any of the exposed bones relatively clean and dry and if there's any gross stuff leaking out of him making sure that leakage stops before covering the wounds but annie is like 
and he's working hard immediately. Yeah, you 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 drag Atticus out, and you see the the metal has cooled on this one part of his face, like on on his right cheek. Um, but other than that, his face has remained untouched, face down in the grass. You pull him out. You pull all of the metal parts out of him. Uh, Teal takes away the the leather holster for his sword, and you see that the leather has burned all the way through, and the sword has sought inside has melted down to the hilt. No. And she lays it next to him in the grass, as you all treat him. I'm and gonna yeah. get him as wrapped as I possibly can. Yeah, Tight. you 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 this wrap is him not up. Getting infected. Getting closer to his face, you feel that he is still breathing, you know, raspy breaths, but he is still alive in this moment. Once you get him to a point where he is stable at the moment, you bring him over to one of the passenger cars and load him onto one of the seats. What are you doing with the carriage and the horses? You said there were like cargo carts, right? I mean, we would move faster if we didn't bring the whole train. We should take like a passenger cart, a cargo cart, chugga chugga choo choo, let's go. So it's kind of hard to rearrange a a train at (laughs) this point. You could take the definitely the engine room and the first passenger car very easily. You could take that. Getting a cargo car attached to that and clearing out all the passenger cars in between, probably not as logistically possible. Okay, I'll go ahead. No, I was going to say, do we need more than just the engine and one car? I feel like we don't have that if much. We the, the, the question is, do you want, you could, you could the, definitely load the rations and things like that in. If you had two passenger cars and you spent some time like clearing out the seats, you could get the horses in the second one. Um, the, the question is, do you want the carriage? What do we think, team? I'm getting the sense that we might need to like just make a sacrifice. We here. do need okay? to make a sacrifice. Um, yeah, with, I, the, with the explosion right in the middle... You probably are going to have to go without the cargo car, which means without the carriage. So let's take the stuff, all the supplies. Let's take the horses, high horses. Horses for sure. And when we get there, we might just have to double up. Okay. So then, yeah, you you bring Atticus into the first passenger car, right, right behind the engine room. I'm not getting a lot of thank yous right now. Could well, you not conscious? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean hey if it makes you feel any better we don't most of us don't know what the fuck happened there was just an explosion yeah. so we're like thanks Atticus you blew the fuck up is there okay wait thanks Atticus GM. you ruined a perfectly good train <laughs> good lord you will be getting them when you open your eyes yeah once you wakey wakey eggs and bakey you want don't us to just like thank you you, you want us to thank your unconscious body okay you unhitch the third passenger car from the second one, and then you spend the next few hours while Annie is treating Atticus's wounds slowly, you know, not as urgently now, not the ones that are going to be lethal if left untreated. The rest of you take some of Dot's tools and begin to remove the seats, the benches from the second passenger car, um, which notably is the one that does have a tear in the side of it which will probably need to be patched up, but it does make it nice to be able to load the horses onto this passenger car. And so you you bring the three horses sort of reluctantly, you lead them into this passenger car, and you load all of the rations in as well. The firebox is nice and warmed up for you. 
for fresh coal that you can put in there. The pipes are working. Um, the only thing that doesn't work is the brake, which is now broken off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, so we're saying that me sticking my wrench in there didn't work. <laughs> didn't work good enough. Yeah, yeah the whole like what, that whole brake mechanism good? did kind of kind of fall apart. Can I roll inventor to try to fix it? Yeah. That's an eight, which means it has minor flaws, but I can choose one option from below out of durable, effective, lethal, protective. So I think durable is the easy one there. Okay, yeah, great. Um, then you you create a a break that is, it's not the cleanest, right? If there was an emergency on the tracks, it would probably not be super easy to stop quickly. It is going to be reliable and it will stop the train. So yeah. You you spend the evening fixing that dot. You all load into these two cars and an engine room, and you pile fresh coal in. Are you leaving tonight? I think we need to get on with it. Like, there, I don't think there's much of a point of staying. Yeah. You shovel the coal in, and you feel the train slowly like lurch forward and then slowly accelerate until you are headed initially east, but you know eventually towards your destination along these tracks out of Denver. Atticus, a few hours pass, and the initial, like, falling unconscious has shifted into a sleep that has just taken over your fatigued body. But a few hours later, you do slowly wake and and feel yourself wrapped up and these bandages all over your body as you painfully sit up in the in the bench. I think Annie would be keeping an eye on him. Atticus, you're awake. Oh, unfortunately. What the fuck? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Can you tell me what you remember? The train was... Fuck. The train was... Moving uncontrollably. We couldn't stop it. I was shoveling out coal to try and slow it down. Uh, it didn't work, so I, I, I looked for something else, and I I found the, the parasite in the back car. Me and my big brain decided to shoot it. It was glowing red hot, and uh, I don't know if you saw what happened. but We did. Thank you. You are kind of the reason that we're not split up right now. It's gonna take a while for you to get back to where you were. Things were bad. There were parts of your body that were so burnt away. The bone was exposed. You lost a lot of musculature in your leg. It's not gonna feel right for a while. But I patched you up as best I could. You're gonna be okay. Thank you, Annie. Thank you. Are we moving fine? Yes. We think the train is going to behave normally now, um, but we thought it best not to lose much time. So you've only been unconscious for a few hours. Annie, this pain is unbearable. Do you have anything? Of course. Of course I do. Um, I'm sure I've got stuff that'll just knock him out. Yeah, you, you have pain medication that will, that will make him feel nothing for, for a while. This might feel a little funny, but um, 
it'll be better than this. I'm, I'm very sorry about your sword. We'll find you a new one. What? It melted, like most of you. <laughs> Fuck. We'll get you a new one. I think that hurts. Atticus is pretty affected by that. Yeah, I think that's one of the last things you brought with you that attached you to Hart and to your family. Look, you you made a risky call, but you killed one of those things. It turned out to be a big sacrifice. We appreciate it. And I'm going to take care of you. Uh, okay. I, I think Atticus is kind of lost in the... You know, he's loopy and whatnot. He's just kind of staring off into nothing at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A f- few hours pass in the night as you feel this surreal feeling of... The same feeling you had felt, Atticus, the first night you had met Dot just before the explosion that caused you both to fall into this, this, this partnership. You feel the, the wheels move underneath you, and you hear the chugging of the train. You see the smoke rising from the chimney out of the, out of the engine room, trails past the windows, as you look outside in the night from the vantage point here and in your loopy state you see the the night sky and the mountains just become a a blur a mess of stars and clouds and earth and you lose consciousness once again and fall into a slumber all five of you find your way into a bench and after a long day of riding in the carriage you are lulled by the gentle whirring of the wheels the gentle shaking of the passenger car and the train moves northeast Annie Teal peeks over the row once again and she goes I think what he did might have been huge Um, Annie I took a look at that pamphlet and further in where it talked about this railroad that we're on it says the journey to New York seems to be where we should get off it says we'll be there in two days 